0: Hey, this is Daryl Lyons, CEO and co-founder of Pax Financial Group. I'm glad you're here today. We're going to talk about retirement again, but here's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about emergency funds prior to retirement. Believe it or not, it's a huge, huge, huge thing to consider. And so I want to make sure you know how to establish your emergency fund before retirement. And we're going to do that with Jim Kreider, Certified Financial Planner. Thanks for coming, Jim.
1: Thanks, Daryl. Thanks for having me.
0: Okay, so I want to let you guys know that we've got an ebook for you. You can go in the show notes and it's... Um, it's really about retiring in a volatile market. And so I want to make sure you know how to navigate volatile markets and retirement. So just go to the show notes for that. Now, before we start the show, I need to give you some disclosure. This material contains general information only and is not intended to provide specific investment tax or legal advice. Visit com for more information, investment advisory services offered through Pax Financial Group. We're going to do this in a top 5 countdown format. All right, let's start Jim with number 5, grow that emergency fund. Let's unpack that some more.
1: Yeah, so it's a general rule of thumb that despite what phase of life you're in, it's it's important to have somewhere between 3 to 6 months of living expenses already set aside in an emergency fund. Now, when you're in a place of pivoting to retirement, um, you will no longer have an income stream through, through working revenue to buffer against uh, bad markets and, and things like that. So when you, as you pivot to that phase of cutting off that spigot of income, it's important to start growing your emergency fund from that six months, hopefully you already have existing, up to that one year fit, uh, bucket that we'd recommend.
0: Yeah, one year, believe it or not, I'm telling you guys, one year of cash in retirement, it feels so good. And mathematically, it's beautiful. We've done it for years. You're dead on. It sounds odd because we were going from three months to one year in retirement, but the math and the formula works beautifully. Thank you, Jim, for that. All right. Number four, determine what a year's worth of cash means to you.
1: Yeah. So, Daryl, as you just mentioned, we we do believe that one year is really a, a healthy number to have but it's important for, for each individual and family to understand what one year actually means. Um, is our regular trips to Hawaii or a family ski trip each winter or gosh, weekly trips to Trulux to get a steak and some some lobster, is that a necessity or is that just an added bonus if things are going well? So it's important to understand that, well, this one year emergency fund, it's not meant to be an investment vehicle. It's meant to be in a sense in its way of insurance and also a place of in- of bringing peace of mind so we want to understand what are we insuring against and what do we what are we trying to prevent here so what actually fits into that one year of of necessary expenses and a great way of tracking that um, so pax we have our um, cash flow worksheet that not only helps you understand um, how much are you spending in a year but actually bucketing out your needs versus wants, and, and even those, those wishes um, that, you, that you have in your life.
0: Yeah, that's a very helpful tool. Thanks for mentioning that, I appreciate it, Jim.
1: All right, number three, do your math. What do you mean by that? <laughs> Nobody wants to do math in retirement. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, I have to be the bare bad news. No, so one year, one year of living expenses. Now, when I say that, are we? am I referring to one year of your total expenses so everything that you actually spend in a year or but what happens if you're already drawing Social Security or if you have a pension from your previous employer or maybe you have a rental house, how do you calculate those and bring those into um, that, that one-year emergency fund? Does that offset those numbers? Like I have, for instance, I have many clients who are retired military. So they're, they're bringing in their, their pension. They're bringing in oftentimes disability and they also have Social Security. So It's really important to consider what types of guaranteed income you have in retirement to consider if or how that should offset that one-year emergency fund that you have. Very
0: good point because if you have some pensions, you might not need as much because you know those aren't going away. I mean, we hope Social Security is not going away. That's a, <laughs> another podcast, but, but we generally know those aren't going to go away, so we might not have to have as much if we have some of these pensions, but Um, those are fun conversations. It is math, but it's more just about dialogue and thinking ahead. Exactly. All right. Number two, be aware
1: of the tax man. So something I've found is that as, as families approach retirement, they recognize that, wow, maybe, maybe I should have more in that, that buffer, that emergency fund. So oftentimes uh, families will go ahead and they'll turn off their contributions to retirement accounts so they can increase the amount they have in the bank for that, that peace of mind. Now, not to get in the weeds here, but oftentimes, those few years leading up to retirement, the family going to be in their highest income earning years. So therefore, they're probably going to be in their higher tax years. So you really want to make sure that uh, you're not necessarily paying more in taxes than you should be or have to when maybe, maybe this year you're working, so you can defer some more income, and then next year you're, you're done working, and now it's time you drop into a lower tax bracket probably, and then can maybe uh, convert some of that and have a little bit more in those after-tax buckets. There's, it gets really technical. There's seven different income earned income tax brackets, and then there's two capital gains tax brackets plus the uh, Medicare surtax. So I certainly don't uh, advise trying to do this on your own, talk to a CPA or a trusted advisor to really navigate the, that minefield.
0: Thanks for that disclosure. And, and the big picture is, is hey, when, we, when we're talking about socking some money away and you take money from your IRA to do that, you gotta be careful when you do that and how you do it, right? That's right. Okay, that's important. And that's a good number two, but it's, does not it jump ahead in your mind of number one, which is asset allocation? Why is that so important relative to a
1: retiree's emergency fund? Yes. Yeah, so like that goes right into that last piece. A lot of families are not in the position to save for what we would consider saving for retirement in a 401k or an IRA and also dump one year's worth of living expenses just into cash. That's, that's a stretch for a lot of families. So you need to look at your individual situation and if you can have a full years of living expenses, in your bank, outside of your investments, that's phenomenal. But if that's not able to be accomplished, that's okay. It's just important to understand, well, if I have X in the bank, but then need to supplement that with an additional amount that's maybe in my IRA or Roth IRA, well, you want to make sure how those funds are allocated, how it's invested is not overly aggressive. So if you have money in your IRA that's technically part of your emergency fund, well, you want to invest it accordingly.
0: Yeah that, that makes sense and, and for those listening to the podcast you may want to rewind it or listen at a slower pace because there's some uh, the 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 number 2 and number 1 work together and it's important to understand the tax implications of taking money out of your IRA or rather if you want to have your emergency fund within your IRA that's okay but it does change your asset allocation so very good point and one that requires kind of you know, when you move this chess piece, another one adjust, it's just, it's a, it's an interesting game and and one that's really important because you don't get a lot of second chances to retire. And so we want to get this one right, specifically the emergency fund. I think it's very underrated as a part of somebody's retirement plan. This has been very good, Jim. I really appreciate it. Look, if you're listening to the show notes, I mean, if you're listening right now in the show notes, um, you'll have Jim's contact information. So you can talk to him more about how do you establish your emergency fund in retirement. You can also grab that book, if you're worried about retiring in a volatile market then grab that ebook uh, again it'll be in the show notes and that'll be helpful for you guys um, again i always mention this to you guys i know it's it probably drives you nuts but it's very important to change my life and you and when you when it comes to money really when it comes to life you think completely different when you think long term thanks for everything thanks jim thank you